Red alert, red alert. All hands to the battle station. Hello there, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Battle Station. I'm your host, Tucker, and once again, I'll be revisiting a ship I've looked at before. But there have been some pretty major changes to the game since the last time I featured it on the show. It's almost time for this year's Origins, which means that U.S. Nationals and Worlds are right around the corner. And lately, my mind has been turning to last year's World Championships, specifically to the build Ben Chung took all the way to the finals. I won't go over the whole thing here, but essentially, it focused on trading almost every resource it had for pure invincibility, and then winning on points. One of the key ships of the build was the USS Equinox, which has been finding new life in builds inspired by bins ever since. It's that sort of Equinox build that I want to take a look at today. Just to review, the USS Equinox is a unique Nova-class Federation ship with a somewhat anemic stat line of 2 attack, 2 defense, 3 hull, and 3 shields for a total of 20 points. It comes with the standard Federation action bar of evade, target lock, scan, battle stations, as well as 1 tech, 1 weapon, and 2 crew slots on its upgrade bar. Its maneuver dial features green 1 and 2 straights and 1 banks, white 2 banks and turns, white 3 straights and banks, a white 4 straight, and red three turns and one reverse. For arcs, it comes with a 90 degree forward arc and a 90 degree rear arc. As always, its unique ability is the reason we're here in the first place. It reads, action, disable one of your active shields. During the end phase this round, repair all of your damaged shields. That action is a big part of the advantage of this ship. Currently, there's no way for an opponent to destroy an already disabled shield, so using this action every turn effectively means that the Equinox will always have its shields up. The maneuver dial is respectable, and it has the Federation action bar we want in a ship. Plus, as you all know by now, Tech, Weapon, Crew, Crew is probably my favorite minimum slot layout for a ship. There's a lot we can do with it. And hey, you can't beat that price. All that said, this ship has some pretty major weaknesses too. Two attack dice is well below the threshold of acceptability, and regenerating shields don't really help that much when your durability is so low that you could just get one shot at anyway. Your firing arc is pretty limited, especially if you don't have a rear secondary weapon. All in all, the ship has some pretty significant flaws that we're going to have to make up for. In the show, this ship is the subject of the Voyager 2-parter Equinox. Interestingly, it apparently was Ronald Moore's depiction of what he wanted Voyager to actually be like in the first place. He then went on to make that show as the Battlestar Galactica remake. Its competitive pedigree is far more interesting. Ben Chung's build that I mentioned above made it all the way to the finals in Worlds of 2016, and losing to Peter Smith in the final match of a world championship is certainly no knock on a build's quality. It will also always hold a special place in my heart as one of the ships that made up the first fleet I ever played in a tournament. Though the less said about that build, the better. Let's just get started with today's build instead. The first thing we're going to do is boost the attack value of the Equinox a little bit. Since it only has one natural weapon slot, we'll bring on Sakona to add one more. 
Sakona is a two-point independent crew upgrade that reads, Add one additional weapons upgrade slot to your upgrade bar. All of your weapons upgrades with a cost of five or less cost minus two SP. We'll use her ability and her weapon slot to take Type 8 Phaser Array and Upgraded Phasers, reducing both of their costs by two each. Type 8 Phaser Array is a card that says, when attacking your, with your primary weapon, gain plus one attack die. This upgrade may only be purchased for a ship with a hull of three or less. No ship may be equipped with more than one Type 8 Phaser Array upgrade. It's a weapon upgrade that costs two points in this Federation faction. Similarly, the Federation Weapon Upgrade Upgraded Phaser says, when attacking with your primary weapon, gain plus one attack die. Once per round, if you hit an attack squadron with your primary weapon, you may immediately make a second attack against the same target. This upgrade costs plus 5 SP for any non-Federation ship and may only be deployed to a ship with primary weapon value of 3 or less. No ship may be equipped with more than one upgraded phasers upgrade. So taken together, these three upgrades for a total cost of 4 points, 2 for Sakona, 1 for upgraded phasers, and one for Sakona's faction penalty, allow us to bring the Equinox's attack all the way up to four. That's not really that far out of pop gun range, but especially with upgraded phasers letting us repeat the attack, it's enough that we can maybe do some harm to fighter squadrons or land the last few damage on a ship that happens to be in our arc. But this isn't an offensive build. This build is primarily defensive. That's what we're going to be doing with the rest of our upgrades. In our tech slot, we're going to be taking a three-point Federation tech upgrade called Immersion Shielding. It reads, add one to your ship's shield value. In addition, you may re-roll the attack die when your ship overlaps an obstacle. This upgrade costs plus three SP for any non-Federation ship, and no ship may be equipped with more than one Immersion Shielding upgrade. The main draw here is the extra shield. The reroll of the attack dice for obstacles is nice, but we're mostly here to boost the Equinox's shield as much as possible. Similarly, we have one crew slot left on our upgrade bar, and we're going to put Systems Upgrade in it. Systems Upgrade is a two-point Federation question mark upgrade that says, you may fill any slot on your upgrade bar with this upgrade. Add one tech icon to your upgrade bar. Your starting shield value is at plus one. This upgrade may only be purchased for a Federation ship, and no ship may be equipped with more than one systems upgrade card. The tech slot is going to be used for Unimatrix Shielding, which reads, add plus two to your ship's shield value. When defending against an attack from a Borg ship, during the compare results step, you may disable up to two of your active shields to cancel an equal number of hit or crit results. This upgrade costs plus 5 SP for any non-Federation ship, and no ship may be equipped with more than one Unimatrix shielding upgrade. It's a 5-point Federation tech. Again, the ability to say ha-ha to magnetic guided charges is nice, but it's not the major draw here. We're looking at the extra 2 shields and the extra 1 shield from Systems Upgrade to bring the Equinox's starting shield total from 3 to a staggering 7 when we add in all the shields we've just added. That seven shield value is going to give us a lot more durability. Disabling a shield to regenerate two more isn't really that special, but disabling a shield to regenerate six more is a different topic entirely. Still, it seems like the solution for the opponent facing this ship would be to simply ignore us, which is why we're going to make sure that they can't. Colo is a five skills indie captain with an elite talent slot for three points. 
His ability reads, When a friendly ship within range one of your ship is defending, during the declare target step, your ship may become the target of the attack instead of the friendly ship. Treat the attack as though your ship were at the same range as the friendly ship. This has an extremely strong synergy with the Equinox's ability to regenerate, especially because Colo's ability requires neither an action nor an auxiliary power token. Keep in mind that since it also includes the when defending wording, it can be used on every attack. As one final touch, I'm going to give this build a little protection against some of the heat it might end up drawing. The only crew member on this ship is Sakona, which does nothing for you once the game actually begins, and Kolo has an elite talent slot. I'm going to fill it with Conditional Surrender. Conditional Surrender is a three-point Ferengi elite talent that says, when your ship is attacked, before any dice are rolled, discard all of your crew upgrades to cancel the attack. You must have at least one crew upgrade on your ship in order to use this ability. Fortunately, we do, and since we don't care about that crew upgrade, we'll be happy to toss her out the airlock to cancel an attack against us. Combine that with the Equinex's souped-up durability, and we've got a ship that can take a lot of punishment and help the other ships in your fleet to do so as well. The final build ends up looking like this. The USS Equinox for 20 points, Colo for 4 points with faction penalty, Conditional Surrender for 4 points with faction penalty, Unimatrix Shielding for 5 points, Type 8 Phaser Array for 0 points with discount, Sakona 3 points for faction penalty, Upgraded Phasers 1 point with discount, Systems Upgrade 2 points, Immersion Shielding for 3 points, for a total on the ship of 42 points. I hope you enjoyed listening to today's episode about the tanky USS Equinox. If you did, please go ahead and give the show a good review on iTunes. I look forward to seeing you next time. But for now, stand down red alert and secure from Battle Station. Battle Station.